0: Hello, Shane Coleman here, and welcome to the Top 5 Books podcast, where we ask well-known people for the top five books of all time. And I'm delighted to say we're joined by the author of the Dark Mouth series, Shane Hegarty. Shane, thanks indeed for coming into it. No problem. Good to see you. We asked, obviously, to choose your top five books. Just before we get that, I mean, obviously, you're, you're a writer, you're a, a full-time writer now. What kind of books would, do you tend to go for? Is there a type that you go for?
1: I try and keep it as broad as I can, but I do find myself drifting towards particularly plot-driven books. Kids' books are fantastic for that. So I had found, even before I started writing kids' books, that I started reading a lot of things like Owen for and Derek Landy and really great Irish writers for kids. Um, Roddy Doyle, who we'll talk about in a little while as well. And I also love popular science books, popular history books. I just find anything that grips me and that just seems that bit different. I do like genre books. I would say the one difference probably since I was arts editor in the Irish Times where maybe there was an imperative to read serious literary fiction and I would have been the kind of person who would have picked up the book or short list and probably yeah. have gone through those. And almost felt you had to go through them. I felt them. I had to to an extent. I've definitely drifted away from that towards because um, I read a lot of science fiction as well. I really love science fiction book. And I find that I have the luxury now as a writer for younger readers where I can say, do you know what, I want to read a Doctor Who book. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I don't feel this kind of guilt about leaving six book or shortlisted novels on the bedside. Yeah. I can pretty much pick up and read whatever I want. So I've definitely drifted towards those more plot driven books that just kind of constantly surprise anything really that and then there's a lot of uh, the great thing is, you know, you walk into a bookshop now and actually a lot of the kind of literary fiction has that now as well. So...
0: Yeah. All right. We'll come back to writing and dark Darkmouth a little later, but le- let's get to the first of your choices. You've picked one that one of our earlier guests uh, picked. I suppose, given that you write children's books, maybe no surprise because you've gone for one of the classics.
1: Yeah, so Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Yeah. A. A. Milne is my uh, first choice and it is the first book of the Winnie the Pooh books. And the reason, I suppose it's kind of twofold. One is... At the age of about, I would guess, I was trying to think, so I suppose probably when I was about seven, maybe eight, so we're talking about the Christmas of, say, 1980, 1981, I got given this book. Santa would have delivered this uh, book to me. And it was the first book I ever read that had more words than pictures, I would guess. And there's rare moments in our lives where we have this switch go off in our heads where you just realise, this is what I love. I, from that moment, realised I just love reading. And I probably as well, uh, probably the very beginnings of this idea in my head that maybe I could write a book like that someday as well. And in some ways, I shouldn't have to introduce the kind of the story of Winnie the Pooh, which people know, you know, he's this bear with his collection of friends and they live in a wood and they have sort of small adventures together. And there's all these magnificent characters, Eeyore and, well, Tigger, who comes in one of the later books, Piglet and Christopher Robin, and all these characters are so familiar to us. And yet, I think to an extent, because... And It's quite a literal Disneyfication of Winnie the Pooh because he's literally. I think you can, if you look him up online now, you see him as Disney's Winnie the Pooh, which seems slightly sacrilegious. And <laughs> they've does. removed, they've taken his hyphens away. He used to have hyphens, but they've taken the hyphens away. Because hyphens are threatening or something. I'm not right? sure. Maybe some, hyphens some marketing kids don't want told hyphens. That, yeah. yeah. And it's easy to forget. I mentioned it to my 10 year old son that, uh, that I picked Winnie the Pooh, and he looked at me as if, why would you pick a child's book? <laughs> because to him, as a 10-year-old, he just sees Winnie the Pooh now as a kind of a cartoon character on who maybe appeals to his three younger sisters, because we have a five-year-old and two three-year-olds, and they're the ones who'd be into Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And yet, if you go back and read that original story of Winnie the Pooh, the original book, which has this collection of stories in it, and these little adventures and introduces the character and that world, it is wonderful. It is wonderful and it is wonderfully funny. It is proper laugh out loud funny, it is clever, it is smart, it has has these beautiful lines in it. You wouldn't change a word of it and it's, there's a freshness to it that it's nearly, it's 90 years old, this book. I think it's actually 90 years old this year and yet it is so fresh and so funny and so immediate and it's beautifully lyrical it's as close to perfect a book mm. as you can get, as far as I'm concerned, because it said you could just you could read it on any page, in any line, and I think that's a sign of a great book.
0: Yeah, I was going to say it must be good because it's. I mean, it's kind of for your average Irish kid reading it in 1980, or as Barry Devlin, one of our previous mm. guests, read it a few years earlier. I mean, it's quite an English book. It's yeah. quite it's quite posh,
1: and yet it transcends all that. It does because I think that's always a sign of a great book. Is it, it, to an extent, it's it's about the characters anyway. Mm. And while I was saying earlier that I really am attracted to a lot of plot-driven books, it's partly because I write, I have to write quite strong plots, uh, very intricate plots, but simple at the same time, if that makes any sense. But ultimately, it's all about character. Books only succeed if you're interested in the characters. And the characters are just...